stuff. You hear that? That's my kind of summer. Sounds of Welcome to episode 172 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason. This is the show where we get to know the creators of Certified and Bonafide. Good stuff for kids and families. What you just heard was Sounds of Summer from today's guest, the recently Grammy-nominated Lucy Kalantari. Oh my goodness. Grammy Award nominated for her brand new record called All the Sounds. You've got to check it out. The Grammys. It's the dream, folks. It's the dream to get nominated for a Grammy. So I want you to listen to this talk with Lucy. We talked about all kinds of things, how she got started doing music, about the jazz age. She teaches us a little bit about what the jazz age is and what it means. And I think you're going to love it. And it was really interesting and really fun. And Lucy's all about bringing the joy. And the joy is exactly what she brings. So with that being said, I'm not going to talk too much because I want you to hear what Lucy has to say. But I will tell you to drop me a line, Mike, at goodstuffpod.com or on social media, the at symbol good stuff pod and brand new project just launched earlier this week. This is a, a website that I'm building with lots and lots of friends with lots and lots of help. It's called menshite.com modern Jewish dadding. So if you have a dad in your life, who's a Jewish dad or any dad, actually, cause we're talking about all kinds of dad related things, point them in the direction of menshite.com. You can search for it on Facebook, M E N. C-S-H-I-T-E. See, I had to think about it a little bit. It's tricky, sort of tricky, but you know, you'll find it. M-E-N-S-C-H-I-T-E dot com. Thanks for listening. Here is Lucy Kalantari. It is, uh, we're going to beat the heat, you and me. We're going to beat the heat. It's a, a pleasure to welcome Lucy Kalantari to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you, Lucy? Hello, hello. Hanging out in the heat, man. How are you? I'm good. So we decided we were both uh, on the surface of the sun in our various places. You're in, in Brooklyn, New York, I believe, and I'm in Houston, Texas, and neither of us want to go outside. So we figured Ooh. that what better way to spend some part of our afternoon than by hanging out and talking tunes. Does that sound good? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, so Lucy, like, tell us a little bit about, about yourself and, and how you got into music and, and how you got into kids and family music. It's always like a cool place to start, I think. People's stories are fascinating. Oh, well, thank you. I hope I don't disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was born with an instrument in my hand. And wait, that's not really how it went. That's how I picture it. <laughs> so I was always singing, though. You know, that was always uh-huh. a thing. Just so always singing and always attracted to to making music of some sort. You know, and um, and uh, I did go to school for composition here in New York. Mm-hmm. And then um, and I did, you know, my adult music thing. I was doing kind of like what's called adult contemporary. 
Oh, okay. I'm not sure if that sounded boring enough, but here, let me try it again. Adult contemporary. Oh, and sounds, like, it sounds so boring. <laughs> and like, I did have fun, you know, doing it. I was banging on the piano and doing my thing. Um, and then a, a friend of mine, a colleague of mine, showed up at my house with a ukulele. We were going to do um, a, sh a concert together, and we were rehearsing. And I was just, oh, what is that? And I wanted one. And my husband gifted me a ukulele. Uh -huh. And so I started dabbling. But it wasn't until my son was born that where things kind of took a, a, a deep shift. So uh, when he was born, I was, you know, of course, a stay-at-home mom. He was itty-bitty. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and um, I was invited to write a song a week. Okay. And and I thought, you know, this would be a really great way to keep my mind still and 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 my hands in music while, you know, learning the ropes on how to be a mom. And um and it did exactly what I was hoping for and more. And um so there I was. It started I started it when my son Darius was 7 weeks and uh and I would publish a video every week of a song that I would write. And in the first few videos you might see Darius wrapped in a in like a um, in one of those baby carriers while I right. played piano, uh -huh. and then um, but then every time I I made a song with the ukulele, he would just spark up, sprite up, huh. and um, and I'm like, what is going on here? This is really fun, and I just kept writing and writing, and that's how my first album, Pockets Full of Joy, was born. Mm -hmm. I took five songs of the. Uh, what I wound up writing forty nine songs Whoa. I think in the end, um, for, and um, and that became pockets full of joy and and it was it's just been a really joyful ride since and and I no longer say adult contemporary <laughs> but instead <laughs> instead I say I make jazz age inspired music for kids okay. and people's faces they spark up and i'm like i'm so excited and they get excited too so yeah. it's, like, it's kind of we're, we're all we're all benefiting each other with, with the joy of this yeah. music well i i love i love i i can hear the joy right like the joy comes through even and you know you and i never having met each other before but I, I i feel it and you you bring that out and i've had a smile on my face the whole time so let's oh thank you yeah no problem so tell me it's jazz so how do you describe the music again you had great words jazz <laughs> age. jazz age uh-huh jazz age inspired music okay kids so and families so tell me what what's the jazz age um, so formally, it's like 1920s. It's sort of the uh, the prohibition era, mm -hmm. and um, so there was a lot of you know jazz was the contemporary music, the pop music at the time, and um, so and, uh, what's very distinctive about you know the kind of jazz age bit is just sort of this, you might see pictures of like flapper, you know, flapper wear pearls and, you know, the top hats and things like that. There was very, there was this joyful, you know, um, kind of freeness mm -hmm. that I think everyone kind of felt when they danced or heard this music. Now, obviously, I was not around in the 1920s, uh -huh. but <laughs> <laughs> there might be some time travel. Uh -huh. But uh, but what actually happened is um, while I was growing up, you know, I, I grew up on on cartoons and and certain TV shows that had this music as a backdrop, 
And it became so embedded and so associated with this joyful spirit uh, that even as an adult, you know, every time I heard it, I, I would always associate this laughter and this joy. And um, so when I got the ukulele, uh, I started writing more and more in this style, and it just sort of flowed out in that way. Huh. And, uh, yeah. Wow. So the, so the ukulele, like you're playing stylistically, right? Like this is, mm-hmm. this is like some music nerdy talk, I guess. But like stylistically, <laughs> what you're playing on the ukulele fits in this jazz age. And that's yes. a, that's, is that a conscious thing? I mean, you may have just said that, and but I, I just want to make sure I understand it. Like, I mean, that- at, at, at the beginning, it probably wasn't like as like, okay, I'm going to sit down and write a song that's from an era where I didn't exist yet. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like that. It was definitely more like the, the, when I, when I write songs in general, I, I always think melodically, I have this melody in my head and, and how I want to, how I want to sing it. And, and the words kind of flow with the melody and, um, and the stuff, the melodic um, motifs that kept popping up were very reminiscent of this time. Uh-huh. And, um, and that sort of, so I guess uh, just melodically, that was the, the thing that, right. that kind of led me there. Right. And, and one thing that's, that's so cool about this record, uh, aside from like, you know, the, the touches, right? Like the thematic or, or the, the musical touches is the instrumentation, right? So like, there's a big old stand-up bass that you can hear, and there's oh, yes. a lot of cello that you or there's some cello, and we'll talk about that. But mm-hmm. and there's a lot of clarinet. Um, so, do these musical instrument choices are those instruments that are associated with the jazz age? Oh yes, especially uh, that clarinet. Oh, mm-hmm. that clarinet. Oh, that clarinet. Uh, clarinet, ukulele, <laughs> and um, the drums were were definitely a, a, in that era. Was more of a stripped down. Uh, drums and and um, so we kind of embellish more and we you know so when I say jazz age I mean, if we want to get like super technical like that would be specifically 20s but I, uh-huh. I dip over into the 30s and some of the 40s so like where you start hearing more big band type things so that's why you hear you might hear a trumpet that comes in so like I I like thinking that we are a big band in my head but really we're four people and then with a guest trumpet player. Uh-huh. <laughs> so so we try to create a big sound. But again, I, I like I really like keeping um, you know, making big sounds but with uh something that we can replicate um easily together. So like whereas, you know, if I were to try to make a big big band album, you know, the chances of getting, you know, fourteen people on stage uh, at every show will be very, very difficult. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I did want to keep, you know, that spirit. So uh, the whole thing is all is always about: um, Am I capturing the spirit of the time and the spirit of the song and the message that I want to give? Yeah. And that's really that's always the question that I ask myself when I do arrangements, instrumentation, and things like that. And do you do the the arrangements? Like, is that you? Are you writing out notes? Oh, you know it. <laughs> oh man, that's a, that's a, that's pretty impressive. That's really cool. I could oh, not thank do you. that. Um, there's some stuff. Um, ju- and just to be clear, there there's a like some things that are so specifically arranged, like sounds of summer, for example. 
Mm -hmm. um, where, you know, because I have like trumpet and clarinet, we have like these two, these two voices along with my lead voice kind of doing these harmonies. So it's like, we're, we're almost like a trio, uh, together. So that I, you know, I have to write it note for note, but Mm -hmm. then like something like ain't no dog like mister. Yeah. In that track, you know, I have certain uh, motifs for the intro and ending and little things. And then everything else, you know, what uh, it's more loosely arranged. So I'll give chord changes and things. And, right. and um, so my band follows the chart and we have hits. You know, I just highlight certain hits and things mm-hmm. like that. So. Cool. <laughs> so, well, that, I mean, look, that's amazing. And, it's, and that's technical. And, and I think that um, <clears throat> sometimes... And certainly not every time, but sometimes in the, um, I'll speak for myself. If I'm going to write a song for, for kids, right. And I do it mm-hmm. like once every seven months and, okay, <laughs> I, I, but I, I'm not like, you know, I, I am, uh, I, I'm not trying, I, I can't do that. I can't like be that, uh, sophisticated about it. So it all comes out like, all right, time for bagels, all right, time for bagels. And I think that that happens <laughs> like, like more often than not. So the fact that you have the chops, right? Like that's a musical term, like the chops, the skills to be able to <laughs> write out a chart and to be able to to do this in a different way, like it sort of, it, it takes it to this level that's really, really cool and really interesting. Like there's lots to dig into in terms of what you're teaching through the music, right? And, you know, just in mm-hmm. terms of like what the jazz age is. Um, and then you mentioned the song, um, Ain't No Dog Like Mister, but there's like, there's stuff going on there, right? So like mm-hmm. that song, well, I'll let you tell me, like I, I'm looking at it right now, so I know what it's about, but it would be so cool to hear it in your words. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> oh, first of all, just just to be clear, like whether we write things note for note or just stream out whatever way the music comes out, you are musical. You know, you are musical. (laughs) And don't let anyone ever tell you any differently, you know, because it's just we all hear music in our heads in in a different way. And I feel like as the songwriter, like, it's our job, like I said, to to, um, honor that sound and the spirit of what it is you're trying to do. So it's like, so it's lovely. Whether you do it once a week, once a year it doesn't matter <laughs> are you being true to that sound you know right, so right. <laughs> and um so yeah so ain't no dog like mister it's um about my favorite singer one of my favorite singers billy holiday mm-hmm. she's she's one of the voices that really like locked me into that time you know um and uh one of the fascinating things one of the many fascinating things about her uh, is uh, she really loved dogs. Now, this is a woman who had a very difficult life. Um, she found her way, you know, through this life through singing, and she really uh, was able to, to let all of, you know, open up her heart to that. She would just pour her heart out when she would sing, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so these dogs were her companions. They were her friends. 
And uh, she also had, of course, you know, all her musical friends. But there was something so dear about her and her relationship with her dog. So uh, there are stories about, you know, when people who live near her, that they would see her walking her dog. She always had a dog with her. She would have maybe a dog, a, a little tiny dog in her in her pocket, her coat pocket. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like one in the purse, like this is way before Paris Hilton, you know. Right. So, and like, so... <laughs> And, um, but there was one dog and, and, uh, they wrote, there's a a children's book about, about this. There was one dog she really loved the most. It was a boxer named Mr. Uh And, um, and the story goes is that, you know, she, she would take him backstage with her. She, he would almost be like kind of a guard dog with her. Uh And, um, so when she performed this big show at Carnegie Hall, she brought Mr. to the side of the stage. He, he's like waiting off stage for her to finish singing her show. She'd close her eyes and sing, and then she's done, and there's Mr. waiting for her. And I'm uh, like, oh, my God, that's so cool. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh-huh. So I, I thought that was so beautiful that I, I wanted to write a song about that. Ain't no dog like Mr. Uh-huh. Cool. And yeah. then so, so that's – you know, there's there's education happening. It's it's that's a very <laughs> very very cool thing. Now, so the song, um, so let's let's see the one with uh, Secret Agent Twenty Three Skidoo. Um, ah yes. T- are you me, afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? So this is uh, there's some big things happening here. There's some big feelings. <laughs> um, hey, big things. That was the previous album. Th- sorry, my my beat, my beat, <laughs> my beat. Um, So, what, th- how did this song come together? Um, oh my goodness. This is, this is an exciting, um, I mean, it's exciting to me, this story. Uh, he, uh, so secret agents, he had, um, you know, he's so wordy and so inspiring and just says stuff that I'm like, (laughs) whoa, right? So one of these times where he said stuff, it was one of those like, you know, so when something, you know, big and bad happens, do you shut yourself in the room and hide or do you let that anger or whatever that emotion is, you know, uh, inspire you? Mm -hmm. Like it was some, I'm I'm totally like, uh, you know, paraphrasing this. This was, this was like a year and a half ago or two years ago. And after that I, I wrote to him and I was just like, look, that really got me thinking so much and uh, I'm inspired to do this song. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Get back to me. No, he, he was pretty cool. He's like, all right, I like the idea. So I, I was just like, you know, I have this idea, a 1920s sounding thing, but with a hip-hop beat. Right. And, and it's talking about this topic. Because that is something that I think about a lot, that it's just like, there's, you know, I sing so much about joy, about love, about all the beautiful things in life, and there is so much beauty. But with that beauty also comes, you know, some difficult stuff. I mean, right. this is life, right? Right. You know, and um, so how do we deal with this? You know, we know how to deal with joy, but how do we deal with the difficult stuff? How do we deal with sadness, with anger, mm-hmm. with hatred? Wow, that's hard. Yeah. Well, you deal with it. You deal with it by bringing joy, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and that's the thing. Like there, there is so much that can come with with all this stuff that it's just like how we deal with those situations are all the things 
that kind of help us in the future. They can inspire us to be better, to do big things, to do better things, maybe even to change our ways so that we can be better at dealing with the situation. Whatever it is, you know, there's so many ways that that can go, and it's up to us to kind of be grounded enough to figure out how we're going to deal with it. Yeah. So, um, so I was really excited when I finally like, all right, I'm ready to do this. And um, so I sent it to to Skidoo, uh-huh. and I said, so here it is. What do you think? You're in. Uh-huh. <laughs> he goes, and he replies back, and he goes. Lucy, (laughs) (laughs) I dig it. I'm in. And I'm like, yes. So so that's how that's how this happened. And and it's about that. Let's how do we how do we deal with this darkness? Are we going to be afraid of it? Just no. I'm going to learn from this and I'm going to take it and own it. It's amazing. Awesome. and that's you know he he does he does turn a phrase pretty well like he's pretty good at what he does he's so awesome like when he he called me up to to show me the rhyme on the phone i was just like i didn't even let him get through the first line i started bursting out laughing because like (laughs) his first phrase his first phrase is like spelunk a funky de-dunk into the darkness and i'm like i'm sorry what (laughs) say that again (laughs) <laughs> so, so I had awesome. he had to start it three times because I couldn't get past it. Like I was just laughing with delight. I was just like, "This is so awesome!" Yeah. When I heard, you know, the way he just worked, I'm like, "This is it. This is perfect. This is exactly it." So yeah. cool. he's he's awesome. He's awesome. <laughs> so I, I mean, on the theme of joy, which again I think just like you radiate it, which is so great that we should, um, you know, the the joy for for many of us some of us is the joy of parenthood and uh sometimes Mm. it's not fun but it is often (laughs) joyful right like a lot of times it's not fun i'll be honest just from my experience yeah it it comes with everything right it's like like i said it's like all the all the colors yeah totally it's (laughs) uh, um but so the song i know a little fellow would you would you Mm. be able would you tell me a little bit about that one Oh, you know, I'd love to tell you about that one. <laughs> so I know this little fellow, right? And uh-huh. he plays a little cello. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the cello started off as a one-sixteenth cello. Mm-hmm. And that is about the size of a viola. Okay. And it is played by my now five and five-and-a-half-year-old son named Darius. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so I... Um, He's been playing cello since he was three. Wow. And um, this was something he chose. You know, he was two and a half when he first saw, we showed him a few videos of this band called The Two Cellos playing the cello, doing these rock songs yeah, on I've the cello. Seen, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I want to do that. <laughs> wow. Awesome. So he used to pretend that his ukulele was a cello. I mean, it got really crazy. And I'm like, buddy, if you want to really play cello, when you turn three, we can get you lessons. Uh-huh. So he started telling everybody, when I turn three, I'm going to play the real cello. I swear to you, everybody who would listen, he would tell that to. Uh-huh. And there he was. Th- at age three, we started him on, on Suzuki lessons. Wow. And he's just been rocking it. I mean, this is not to say, like you said, you know, parenting, there are ups and downs. It's never, ne- It's never like one easy 
easy line, you know. Yeah. Uh, there have been there have been difficult times where he didn't want to play for a little bit, and I'm just like, well, how about just go say hello to your cello? And he would go and pluck it, or uh -huh. go and <laughs> pick up the bow, and then just bow one note. Yeah. And like, but we kept that relationship going, and then it just sparked up again, and and here he is, two and a half years later. Yeah. And uh, so I wrote the song about him, both to. So had the opportunity of, of shining, you know, in this song, and also to show other kids that they can do it too. Yes. You know, so like we're showing, so there, there are a couple of things happening. I'm, I'm teaching some musical terms here, right? Yep. We got pianissimo, fortissimo, tremolo. There's like a lot of different musical things. Mm -hmm. And then there's also, you know, in lyrically, I talk about how he practices every day, and he does. Yeah. You know, and that's something, you know, that we practice every day in yeah. music. There is no other way. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> from one, of my, one yeah. of my music music stories we, we read here. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's just such a delight. I was so proud of him. He worked really hard in the recording studio to, to do this. And, and he, was, he was so pro at this <laughs> five-and-a-half-year-old, you know, like with yeah. his headphones and, like, ready to go and let's do a few takes and let's do this and let's oh, try so that. Cool. <laughs> and he, he, was, he was in it. He that's was, so, he fun. Was so fun. So <laughs> um, fun. So the, la the, the other song that I wanted to hear a little bit about and, and I'd love to hear, you know, just a little bit about um, your bandmates, you know, because we, we talked about the upright bass and the clarinet and how those are sort of um, fundamental to a lot of the music. So maybe you could talk about that and the drums, of course, and um, maybe talk about and the trumpet and the cello and the ukulele and the piano. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? So um, but in the context of the song Bunny Hop. Which is a follow-up, I guess, right to the song. <laughs> yeah, My Neighbor. that's right. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> and it's got some opera going. Like I, oh just yeah. Just like this is the okay. chance to like put it I all. I explain myself. Yeah, make make the parts <laughs> of the soup come together. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, again, going back to like how where the influences came from, you know, from my childhood watching, you know, Looney Tunes and. You know, so this is this is more Bugs Bunny than anything. You know, what's Opera Doc? And, you know, so like back we would get these kind of random operatic pieces in in uh, in our cartoons. Mm -hmm. And um, I enjoy that very much. Uh, I have a big you know, I started out in classical piano. And um, so I, I, I love classical music. And uh, and I thought, oh, how neat would it be <laughs> <laughs> if we had opera and jazz kind of mixed together? And um, but the follow-up here is my neighbor. So my neighbor is from my album Big Things. So mm -hmm. we have a neighbor who'd like to count, and he would count operatically going up the scale. Uh -huh. And um, so I thought it would be neat to come back to this neighbor and say, you know, I know that you exist. I know you live nearby, but I want to know more about you. Uh -huh. And and that's kind of like really the point. Everything else is kind of like extra. It's just more about getting to know your neighbors, you know, huh. whether it's it's your peculiar neighbor who has 60 dogs and, <laughs> and like goes walking with the dog in her pocket or the neighbor who loves to sing opera and then so I go go to his door and I find out that he loves bunnies. Huh. 
And I'd like to mention as a side note that this is a real opera singer, Adelmo, and uh-huh. he actually loves bunnies. I couldn't make that up even if I <laughs> wanted to. This is all based in <laughs> truth. It's amazing. <laughs> it is a real story. Like I saw a video of him. Like, so he's, he's Italian. He was making risotto and he's singing opera while, while carrying one of his bunnies <laughs> and stirring, stirring his risotto and like, oh, so long. I'm like, what is, this is real. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is the true story of Mr. Opera Man, uh-huh. and uh, who loves bunnies, and and uh, so I wanted us to to dance the bunny hop, and um, it's keeping in the spirit of this jazz era. So one of the dances that was very popular was something called the Lindy Hop. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. so Lindy Hop was was danced in a very very fast paced tempo. So that's why it's a pretty fast paced uh, tune. So instead of you know you know doing the Lindy Hop, we're doing the Bunny Hop. <laughs> right. Nice. So it's the Bunny Hop, and you know because they're bunnies, they have to thump too. So yeah. So there there's the there's the story with the Bunny Hop. Got it. Awesome. <laughs> so. Um, it's so so fun and like you get to be so creative in so many different ways. Um, so what you recently um, did something that I think is like the potentially the like the dream of every musician um, and or, or every musician that I sort of would can think of, which is to play at Lollapalooza. So ah, yes. <laughs> so I just I just need to know from my personal understanding of life itself. Is it the coolest thing that you can do, or is it like in the top ten? I mean, it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was that was so neat. That was like totally. It felt like rock star kind yeah. of thing, and yeah. and like you know, you got the little cart that drives you around because it's a really big park and. And um, and it was just beautiful, top-notch sound. Yeah. Um, and uh, funny enough, they had a little they had a little screen uh, on the stage showing me like how much time I had, you know, so oh, wow. that I knew exactly how much how long my set was, and and um, and I realized like the, at the I did it for we played two sets in two separate days. Okay. And on the second the second day was really really hot. Uh-huh. And I looked over and I'm like, is that the temperature? So while I'm singing the song, <laughs> <laughs> I might have been singing Sounds of Summer or something. And I'm like, oh, look at that. So when I sing the part that it's hot, it really, really, it really is was hot. hot. Yeah. said that it was 90, 97 degrees or oh. something. And then plus <laughs> like, you know, a thousand percent humidity. Yeah. You know, kind of like that. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it was, it was very, very neat. And it was oh. just like, we just had such a great time. The the staff was really wonderful and, and accommodating. And we got to meet a lot of really cool people. And, and I got to see Franz Ferdinand, who's this you know, rock band. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, playing. And I got to see him from backstage. Oh, are they, really are they a favorite of yours? Cool. They're one of my well, you know, I haven't like ten years ago, I guess. Yeah, right. I guess, right. you know, but I they did all their all the hit songs that I that I recall and, and even the new stuff, like they're just such a fun band 
to watch perform uh-huh. that it's just like it doesn't even matter if they could they could do the whole set of songs i didn't know it was so enjoyable oh, they're really so cool. great entertainers that's yeah. great that's great awesome well um that's so cool i mean the whole the whole thing your whole thing is so cool so how do, <laughs> how do we thank uh, you thank you so much how do we keep up with you and, and find out what's coming next website social media those kinds of things Oh my goodness! Yes, I'm on Instagram. Uh, it's Lucy Tune, L U C Y T O O N. That is my love of cartoons, as you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, of course, my my website, LucyColentari dot com. And um, what else? You you know, Facebook. You're on all all, all, all that the good things. social media stuff. Yeah. All the sounds are on all the things. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> and, um, and uh, you know, we got shows coming up um, in in New York and New Jersey, and we really look forward to meeting more families and dancing and singing with everyone. Awesome. So the new record is All the Sounds, and you can get it, just as you said, all the places where you get music. Um, Lucy, thank you for taking the time with me today. This was really, really fun. Uh, thanks for teaching me about the jazz age and for, <laughs> for getting into it and, and some of the, the songs on the new record. I, I think this was awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, man. Thank you so much for having me. This is so cool. And, you know, it, it's really neat to, to nerd out a little bit on, <laughs> on some, you know, musical um, goodness. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it, it is truly. Tr- <laughs> it was my pleasure. Thank you so much huge thank you to lucy for taking the time to talk to me some really really great actually good sometimes good is better than great like in the case of the good stuff kids podcast like if it's good stuff that's like the highest compliment right yeah it is okay so thank you so much for listening here is sounds of summer by lucy kalantari and the jazz cats listen all the way through and we'll talk to you soon have a good weekend You hear that? That's my kind of summer. Sounds of summer, so sweet, sweet to my ears. Spending time in the fine sounds of summer. These are the sounds of sound.
Ready for some barbecue? It's hot! Sweet corn for me and you. It's hot! There's always singing. It's hot! The beat's so swinging. It's hot! Got me some ice cream. It's hot! Under the sunbeam. It's hot! I hear some splashing. It's hot! People are laughing. Gotta keep Stuff.